There are some people that make their work just another thing they have to do. And there are those that make their work something that they want to do. Welcome to Working on Purpose with your host, Elise Cortez. In our program, we provide guidance and inspiration from those people who have found deeper meaning and personal connection to their work life. It's beyond 9 to 5. It's Working on Purpose. Now, here is your host, Elise Cortez. back to the Working on Purpose show. Thanks for tuning in again this week. I'm your host, Dr. Elise Cortez, joining you live from Dallas, Texas, which is home base for me. If you've been tuning in for a while, you know this program is an inspirational thought leadership platform that advances the conversation on living and working with passion, inspiration, and purpose. I'm committed to helping create a world where business and capitalism are a force for good, constantly working to address the immense number of problems society faces, serving all stakeholders, certainly its employees among them. The Gallup organization reports that 85% of the global workforce does not want to go to work on Monday or whenever the shift starts. Let's change that together. Instead, make work an enriching part of life that expresses meaningful contribution and helps us grow into our highest selves, all in service of the organization's purpose. Each week in these conversations, I hope you walk away with something that changes the way you think or that you can immediately put to use. Much of the content we discuss in this program is a reflection of the work I do. So as you listen, if you catch a glimpse of anything I can do to help, go to my website at elisecortez.com and use the contact me feature to message me. Let's talk about what's going on for you and how I might be able to help, whether it's consulting on visioneering for a greater purpose among your stakeholders, the vitally inspired leadership program, the online Catch Fire learning communities, or speaking for your company or conference. At any rate, I'm glad we're connected and thanks for listening. Now onto this week's program. With us right next to me is Jinya Huang. She's a social impact in community development and creative innovator with a focus on the intersection of human-centered design, equity, diversity, and inclusion. She's the founder of Break Bread, Break Borders, a catering with the cause social enterprise empowering refugee women economically through the storytelling of cooking, food, and culture. She was also an acclaimed inter- interdisciplinary artist who was shown in galleries in Dallas, Miami, and New York. Her work examines her Asian identity and diasporic immigrant experience. She has produced innovative and interactive experience projects with museums in the DFW Metroplex. We'll be talking about how she became an accidental entrepreneur, what Break Bread, Break Borders is out to accomplish, and hear from some of the amazing women in the kitchen who help power it. We're actually conducting this program on site from the Richardson Kitchen here outside the Dallas area. Virginia, welcome to Working on Purpose. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And I want to share with our listeners, of course, how I found you or picked you up, as I like to say. <laughs> yes. So so I had the wonderful opportunity, listeners, to experience Virginia sharing her TEDx, her TED Talk at SMU called The Bridge Builder. And really what first grabbed me was her love of her mother that had just passed and that she so reveres and loves and is, was honoring she shared this beautiful philosophy sentiment, and she said something along the lines of, we all die two deaths, one where we take leave of our physical body, and two, when people stop talking about us. And I was completely arrested by this utterance and knew I had to have her on the show and share her with all of you. So let's start with that beautiful sentiment of how you feel about your mom. Wow. Um, how do I count the ways? Um, I really just um, grew up with my mom being such an incredible um, model, um, role model, and um, we had um, actually moved to uh, America um, 
because my dad had lost his job. And um, so my parents decided to bring the younger kids um, to America to help out my aunt and uncle with the restaurant business. And so my mom was a chef and um, she actually um, really um, just, you know, went about um, running um, the kitchen a lot differently than most people. And she was really conscious about hiring immigrants, refugees, and, you know, women to come and work in our kitchen and really train them and um, with job um, uh, skills and send them on to bigger and better opportunities. And so when I lost her to cancer, I really struggled. And so um, I thought, what a better way to honor her um, legacy than to um, build something that, you know, is her work and, and continue her work and um, pay homage to her um, as um, as we go. And so that's um, that's how Break Bread Break Borders was born. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. And of course, having lost both of my parents almost exactly a year ago today, so sorry. I can appreciate, but uh, really embrace what you said about remembering and continuing to talk about and honoring our parents. Because like you, my parents are both entrepreneurs too, and we grew up in the restaurant business. Yeah, we have that wow. in common too, <laughs> yes. right? Tremendous yes. way to start life. Yeah. So I want to hear a bit more about what drives you that you're pursuing in your life. There's a lot going on for you. And if I were to first, let me back up and ask just you to say this. If you were to just to quickly try to presence yourself and introduce yourself to someone to say that you just met at a dinner party who knew nothing about you, what would you say? I would say, hi, my name is Jinya, Jinya Wong. I am the founder of Break Bread, Break Borders. Um, this is a social enterprise that stemmed from actually my uh, social practice, um, artistic practice. And um, it is an economic um, inclusion program empowering refugee women from war-torn countries. And um, we set them up with job skills and send them on to bigger and better opportunities in honor of my mom, who was a chef. And um, if you have any questions, please let me know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Okay, so that's, I need to learn how to do that myself. Thank you for that, that nice role model right there. Thank you. You're welcome. So, I, I knowing my listeners who've been listening for a while know that, among other things, I'm an, I'm an identity researcher and I care about motivation. And of course, that's why I care about inspiration because it's a form of motivation. Definitely. So, I want to know what drives you to pursue all that you're doing. I mean, you're a single mom. You, here you are powering Break Bread, Break, break Borders. You, and you've got some principles that are really important to you. So what first, what is it that drives all of that? How do you summon the energy? Well, it's difficult, you know. I mean, it, it, it is definitely hard to get up every day and, and, and be responsible for, for so much. But, um, but I do remember... Um, my mom taught us to be such bridge builders, right? And um, the top three things that she always talked about is, you know, number one, always do the right thing. And number two, just remember to always be a good neighbor. And number three is to simply practice compassion every day. And, you know, when you wake up with those kind of, you know, gratitude for moments that you have the ability to do all this they're they're they seem like simple practices but they're very difficult to to actually execute but you know but having that you know in mind um, and just going about it um, there's something that drives me just because that's the way I was taught and um, that, that's what gets me going every day. Well, we all need a dose of that. Whatever you can, whatever you can lend out for the rest of us, we'll a take spread. some. Yeah, a spread. Yeah, a little a dab. Spray. A little dab. Yeah. Um, 
one of the things that you said in your TED talk, which I absolutely loved and I thought was funny, and I, what I also what I also got from it too, Jinya, was it was so self-deprecating and authentic. You refer to yourself as the accidental entrepreneur. Oh, totally. <laughs> I want to understand what you mean by that. Is that how break bread, break borders came to be? But why an accident? Well, so here's the thing. Like, at least I set out to create this um, artistic project to actually to honor my mom. And um, I uh, Break Bread, Break Borders actually was created to be uh, at this beautiful community dinner where we were going to have difficult conversations and really break bread with the communities and, and break down borders at the same time. So, you know, we had set out to invite, you know, people to talk about um, really you know, over food what, um, what these, you know, implicit biases that we set around us, you know, and um, the ladies that we cooked with at the time, one was from Iraq and the other one was from Syria. And, you know, and we, we sat down and not only, you know, ate their beautiful cooking and they actually also stood up and shared their life stories about you know who they were you know before they escaped war torn countries and then you know what it was like you know for them to travel abroad and you know survive in refugee camps and then coming here to america and then also what it's like to cook with great 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 waters and you know i really honestly thought i was just gonna like throw these community dinners and have it be a beautiful experience and that was it and um, but next thing I know, people came up and said, "Gosh, the food was so amazing! How can I get this at my home?" Or I have a conference coming up, and you know, and I'm doing this, you know, workshop, and you know, like I really would love to, you know, get this catering. Like if people are gonna get woke, and um, you know, they might as well eat woke food. And I really just thought that's interesting, you know, um, and I I thought well gosh, you know, like, how would I even go about doing that? But then, you know, I thought about, you know, my parents, you know, having a restaurant and, you know, being in the entrepreneurial spirit and also um, the ladies actually, you know, coming to me and, you know, being so excited about getting paid, you know, for the first time for cooking and people coming up telling them how important their cooking is and, you know, maintaining their culture and their heritage. And, you know, they sat there and they just told me, they said, Jinya, that's really cute that you want to hold these <laughs> all these, you know, community dinners, they're beautiful, but what we really need is what we need jobs. And um, and that's how we got started. And um, we basically created this company to create job opportunities and, you know, chances for them, you know, for a population that didn't have a voice before to have one. And that's um, like I totally accidentally stumbled into this this entrepreneurship. And it's just by people asking me, like, hey, <laughs> can you cater? And then here we are two years later. It's stunningly beautiful, all the things you're addressing. And there's even more to it later, which we're going to get to in the third segment. But before we go too much further, I think it's really important for listeners who maybe are new to more of the forward-thinking business concepts like conscious capitalism, et cetera, um, and being intentional and mindful, serving all stakeholders, et cetera. First, help us understand what is what makes it a social enterprise? So it's a business that is not only a, a, an enterprise or entrepreneurship, it is actually a business that is doing social or environmental good. And so our business is um, directly impacting um, the refugee women from war-torn countries, this population that normally, you know, um, that, that normally does not have a, a chance to really um, 
you know, share out, you know, their rich culture and their rich, you know, heritage. And um, we're creating job opportunities where, you know, there's interaction between, you know, not only the women that cook with us, but also the diners that come and dine with us. And, um, you know, they're hearing about stories of food and culture and, you know, and really being impacted to practice compassion every day. And that is not something, you know, a normal caterer does. That sets us apart. That's what makes us unique in, the, in this space. So where can we get a meal with you? If you're not bringing it to us, is there a place that you do have a, a cafe here? Or I wish that. No, not, not right yet. now. Not, not yet. yet. Not right now. So listeners, let's get on that. So let's help I, her do if there's that. A, somebody interested in investing in that, then we should chat. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you've been at this now for what? Two years? Did Just you two years. Yes. Just two and years. I was, I was at a uh, full-time corporate job. Uh, being a single mom, and then I was running this as actually as a side hustle the past couple of years. I recently have just taken leave um, to the to the corporate position, and I'm actually focusing on break 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 orders full time now. Yeah, and I definitely want to press this for our listeners. We do have a question here from Dan who asks, "How do you find time to do all this?" And so let's. <laughs> I don't let's, sleep. Yeah, like Elise knocked out the whole sleeping <laughs> no, thing. Who kidding. needs it, right? It's overrated. Um, so that's the answer, Dan. Just don't sleep. No, no. Just kidding. no. <laughs> um, I really want a presence for our listeners, just really what it's taken for you to do this, because I really respect and admire this, and I know that it hasn't just been like, oh, look, pixie dust. This, this is easy. It's a great idea. Let's just make it happen. Um, to pull something like this off, it really takes a place. Help us understand what have you had to do to persevere. You are a single mom. You did have that full-time job until recently. You were working to build break bread, break borders along the way. Talk to us about what it's taken to really make this thing start to fly. So much. Um, it really has been challenging along the way. And the thing is, you know, there's so many things that, that people, you know, talk about. They, like, you know, we don't want to, you know, romanticize, like, all the success and all that. We want to talk about all the struggles, too. And that was the thing. It was, it was difficult to find time. Like, you know, I would, like, go get my kiddo and then, you know, like, my evening would start and like after my day job and then my night job would begin and it was really challenging along the way to delegate delegate time for that but the thing is you know when you're so passionate about something you know um, you really just find the time for it and um, and we didn't get here by ourselves either and the, the awesome thing is that our communities along the way have really lifted us um, just every step of the way. We have not advertised at all. Every business that we have gotten is by word of mouth. Um, people saying, gosh, you know, have you tried Break, Break, Break Borders? You know, it's incredibly healthy, like Mediterranean food. It's really, um, it's delicious and you get to hear the stories behind it. The women who, you know, are in this business are, you know, in it 100%. They work so hard and, you know, they want to contribute. And, you know, and people just sharing this out has been so incredible that, you know, we haven't had to, like, advertise at all because of that. And that was actually when, you know, um, when we first got that boost of, you know, the Bush Institute actually called and said, you know, oh, you know, you guys are doing such a great job. Like, you know, please, um, you know, come and cater for, for us and, and things like that, that just doesn't happen every day. And um, it's all been like very organic media uh, and just, you know, people jumping in to help out. 
and um, that's the thing. But we fall flat on our face every day. There are so many things that are tough about, you know, um, even just, you know, capacity building, you know, trying to train, you know, um, someone, you know, English is not only their um, second language, it may be their fourth or fifth language because right. of all the refugee camps that they've been through and, and the trauma that they've gone through, you know, dealing with all the PTSD that, that comes along with, with those and, you know, trying to find, you know, that common denominator and, you know, using cooking and using food as almost a form of therapy. And um, that's, you know, it's it's been challenging, but really rewarding at the same time. Oh, it's just, it's so inspiring. And of course, when I heard your story, there were two things I wanted to do. One, I wanted to share you with the world because I think the work that you're doing is incredible and so necessary. And a perfect example of how business in your case, social enterprise can start to really address critical social problems, yes. world problems, yes. and and that is a lot of the message that I wanted to wanted to um, to be able to share. But then also too, I wanted to support you any way that I could. Thank you. Yes, I wanted to cheer you on and say yes, keep going, don't quit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's um really like. I, I love what you're saying about that. I actually um, pulled up this really great quote um, from uh, Winston Churchill that I kind of wanted to share with everybody. And um, I'm actually reading a really great book um, uh, by Lonnie Bunch right now, and this is kind of like towards the beginning. Um, uh, just think about this. Okay, so Winston Churchill said this, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And there's something about that really resonates with me, you know, because there were so many people that told us, like, you know, you're doing this as a side hustle, you're a single mom, you've got a full-time job, this cannot last, this won't work, this, you have to find, you know, um, you've got to, like, you know, give up one thing to do the other, and, um, and we said no, <laughs> we kind of bucked against all that system and just said, you know, when we believe we can, we will. And um, and that was the thing that, that, you know, we just, it's purely out of my stubbornness, I think. I think it works. It's a necessary ingredient to entrepreneurship. Be stubborn. That's another thing, Dan. Be stubborn. Okay, with that, let's wrap up our first break. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We're on the air with Virginia Huang, who is a social impact, community development, and creative innovator with a focus on the intersection of human-centered design, equity, diversity, and inclusion. She's the founder of Break Bread, Break Borders, a catering with a cause, social enterprise, empowering refugee women economically through the storytelling of cooking, food, and culture. We're conducting this conversation on-site live in the kitchen here in Richardson. We've been talking a bit about how this enterprise got started after the break. Kevin, this is for you. We're going to hear from some of the women who are here in the kitchen working who are part of the cause. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. 
To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us, and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just joining us, my guest is Jin-Yuk Wang, a social impact, community development, and creator, creative innovator with a focus on the intersection of human-centered design, equity, diversity, and inclusion. She's the founder of Break Bread, Break Borders, a catering with the cause social enterprise empowering refugee women economically through the storytelling of cooking, food, and culture. She's also an acclaimed inter- interdisciplinary artist who has shown in, in galleries in Dallas, Miami, and New York. Her work examines her Asian identity and diasporic immigrant experience. She has produced innovative and interactive experience projects with museums in the DFW Metroplex. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. So for this next segment, listeners, you're in for a treat. What we're doing here, because since we're in the kitchen here, Break Bread, Break Borders, uh, several of the women who are part of the organization wanted to, I asked them to come and share their experience of being part of this. And so I've got the first woman with us here, and I want to make sure that you all understand as they share their stories, most of all of these women, English is their second, third, fourth, or maybe fifth language. And so please understand that she's working very hard to relay her message to you. And so, you know, that's a hard thing to do. So recognize that. So our, our first guest that we have here, please tell us your name and where you're from. Uh, my name is Maisa. I'm uh, from Syria. From Syria? Yeah, from Syria, Homs. And how long, how did you get here? How long have you been in the United States? Uh, I have been here for four years. I came here at uh, 2006. 2016? Yeah. Okay. And how did you find Genia? Uh, I saw my friend. Uh, they are in. They are my neighbor fr- before they friend. So I saw them. They speaking a lot about some uh, a woman who support him and uh, she is good with them and she, they are cooking like a family. So I want to, to be with them but uh, I wait until my opportunity is come. So uh, they need more people because they have more events. Event. Uh, so I told my friend uh, if they want more. So uh, for that, I uh, enjoy with them. It's so beautiful to have you and get to know you. Help our, help our listeners understand what, what, what's, what was happening in your country that made you want to leave anyway. Uh, there's no safe. There's no safety. No. Okay. No, not safety. Nope. This is, this is uh, the idea. When you got it, you have to leave anywhere. So there's, it's not safety. Yeah. So glad to have you. Thank you. You're what makes America great. Thank you. Thank yes, you. You're and welcome. Thank you for inviting us for this. Absolutely. Before, you. before you go, hold on. i got a couple more questions. Don't run away just yet. <laughs> we want more of you. Um, so I want to understand, you, how long have you been working with Jinya? About uh, six months. Six months? months? Yeah. Okay. I'm new with them. And what do you like about this kind of work? Uh, about working in this organization? Gathering people around the table mm-hmm. and give them the love. And uh, we told them the main idea about us and our about our culture. And that's it. Okay. And give them the love about and tell them we make this food to make everything is right because the media uh, maybe tell a lot of thing, bad thing about us. So we need to correct everything and tell them who we are. 
It's beautiful. And I love your food, by the way. Thank you. And I happen to be an excellent eater. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you have. Would you like to say anything else to our listeners? No, thank you. And we thank our support, Genia, for uh, make us famous. And we we just want not to success. We want to continue in in our work. So please invite us for anything you want. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you. And welcome to the United States and being here and making us better. Thank you. Thank you. Our next next guest will be... Rania. Rania. Yes. Hello, Rania. Hi. I remember meeting you, I think, at the... Were you there at the SMU talk? TED talk. TED talk? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. You know why I remember? Those gorgeous eyes. Yeah, of course. Okay, so do do me do me the kindness of you will saying introduce yourself. Tell us your name and, and where you're from. What country you're from? Yes, uh, my name is Rania Ahmed. I am from Syria. Um, I have four kids, and I came here with my husband and my kids. And how long have you been in the United States? Speak up a little bit so we can hear you more. Okay, um, I've been here three years and a half. Okay, and how did you meet Virginia? Uh, I met her through my neighbor, my uh, my friend. She told me about the community, with Great Brick Borders. I, I was very, uh, very uh, um, uh, so excited. Excited, yeah, very excited. Sorry, my English is not too it's, much good. Yeah, I'm very excited to work with this community. It's it's wonderful because yeah, it's support special women and refugee women. Yeah, special women and refugee women. So, and again, so let me make sure that you know this too, Rania. I did tell our listeners that when you come on and share that this, you speak many other languages. English is just one of them. So don't worry about your English. It's okay. We're we're grateful that you're here sharing. Um, so, I, I, what what you're doing here is so important as an organization, um, bringing people together and trying to break 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 down barriers and. Um, yeah, yeah, and she she talked about you know some of the, the biases, the um, implicit biases that people have, and so I think the work that you're doing together as an organization is so important. Mm-hmm. What is it about the organization and its work that excites you? Uh, this community uh, actually teach me how to be brave, mm. how to be. Uh, uh, it's encouraged me to work, encouraged me to meet people, to meet new people, to uh, to to told the American people, hey, uh, I'm a refugee, but I don't want to make any problem here. I want to be, I want to have a safe life here with my kids and with you. Mm, beautiful. And, and when you think about the experiences that you're really proud of being part of this organization, what would you say? So one of the things that I'm super proud of Rania is actually um, that she used to actually get really, really scared to have to cook for eight people for lunch. Uh, yes, I and, remember this. Uh, yeah, and she, she would like fret over losing, you know, sleep over that, And but now you know, you ask her to cook for, you know, weddings of hundreds of people, she'll tell you, no problem. 
because she's got a sisterhood of people that can help her to accomplish that. So that's one of the moments yeah. that I'm, I'm proudest yeah. of her of, but she may have others that she wants yeah, to share. Yeah, this is what pretty yes. great reporters teach me how to be brave and how to be. Oh, that's so beautiful. That makes me so happy because, you know, you should grow into your full potential. And I'm so happy that the organization in Virginia has helped you to do that. Because yes, we need you. more of you. Oh, we need you. more of you in the world. Yeah, thank you. So she's um, asked Kulu to um, yeah, just yeah. Uh, did just you want to add more? Yeah. Uh huh. No, no, just to explain some some okay. questions. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, okay. I don't. Is there? I didn't have any other questions for you. Would you like to offer anything else to our listeners? You know, this this show is listened to by people all over the world, and they come to be inspired and to learn. Is there anything else you would want to share with them? Yeah. Just I wanted to talk the American people. That uh, we got very hard uh, experience, very hard trip from from my country, from my home, until I arrived here to America. It's not easy to be here. Uh, uh, then I want to tell them. I want everybody hear about the great reporters and hear about about the refugees. Uh, the refugees uh, people, they want to get a life here. Just they want to be safe here. They want to have a good future for their kids and their families. They don't want to to make any problems with the American people. And I'm very proud because I'm here and I am very happy. And uh, the American people welcomed me and they told me always, you are very welcome here in America. How oh, beautiful. I'm very happy to have you here too. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. I look you. forward to seeing you grow more. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, and next is Kulu. Hello. Hello. So you have to sit very close to me so you, we can see you in here in the small screen. Okay, so okay. if you would, and again, listeners, remember that she is speaking from her a second, third, or maybe fourth or fifth language. So understand when I ask her mm -hmm. questions, she might take some time to answer. So give us, please tell us your name and where you're from. Well, my name is Kulud. I'm from Syria. Kulud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. from Syria okay and how long have you been in the United States um, <clears throat> we arrived in 2016 2016 okay and did you meet Jinya to the same apartment complex? yes okay yeah. okay so I what I want to understand is what do you like about getting to work with break bread or break borders why is the work interesting important um, meeting people and let them understand what we are and break the borders with our food and it's very, uh, I become very happy when I see the people and how they love our food. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it too. I love Middle Eastern food. Uh, and as I said before, I'm an excellent eater, so I'm good at it. Um, so, and I do know, I grew up in the restaurant business too. And I do know that there's something mm -hmm. about bringing people together and, and feeding them. That's mm -hmm. magical. And then tell us more about when we bring, when you bring people together, um, and you bring them maybe a different food or cuisine that they're not used to eating, is there something about that that's important or magical? Um, yes, the uh, the reaction when I see the reaction on the people, on the faces of the people when they taste the food if they like it or they doesn't like it. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. I I know mm -hmm. exactly what you mean. Ooh, that one wasn't a favorite, but yes. that one was. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. Um, and if you could, so this this show is listened to by people all over the world. Um, it, what else would you like to share with our listeners to help them understand your experience or 
who you are or what Break Bread We are is. trying so hard to fit in this community. And we want to be accepted. We are trying hard to be accepted by the people. Um, that's it. I only want them to accept us and listen to us. We are not bad people. We just had bad, bad circumstances that lead us to arrive here. Mm -hmm. And you're here in the United States working and contributing yes. and making a difference. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Thank yes. you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Before you go, can you tell everybody about your heritage from Chechnya and coming from there to Syria? So, yes. so we're, what, she, what Jinya has asked her to talk about is her heritage before she came to Syria. Yeah. My grandfather came from Chechnya in Russia. He arrived to Syria in uh, 1910. Yeah. And so we, we are like, <laughs> it's in our family that we move from one place to another. Mm -hmm. We also have some food. We share some of our Chechen food also with them. Yeah, so it was really challenging for Kulu's grandparents to be displaced from Chechnya, and then they moved to Syria and they were displaced from there again. And you know, for her whole family to be here in America, she's told us many occasions that she feels like she's won the lottery. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Um, we're almost out of time for the segment. Did we want to? Yes, please. Yes. yes. Okay. Suhaila. Thank you so I much. Suhaila, please come. Come, That's okay. That's okay, Suhaila. So, Suhaila is coming in and she's reminding us that she doesn't speak English very well. So, please remember that as, as she shares her story. So, your name is Suhaila and you're from where? From Syria. From Syria. Okay. Um, and what is it that you like about being part of Break Bread, Break Borders? Why is this important to you? Uh, <laughs> she's getting coaching. It's okay. Yeah. She's in terms of Go ahead. We are friend and neighbor, and we love to do that like together. Uh, yeah. So what she's what they're this is so beautiful. We're rendering this conversation together as a community here in the kitchen among mm -hmm. a, a four of us. Um, and, and what they're saying is that she likes to do this work together. There's something about this being together in a community yeah. that's as important. As a family, as a family yeah. that's important. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and this show is listened to by people all over the world. Is there a message or something you'd like to share? Yes. Uh, yes. Just a minute, we're doing a translation. Go ahead. You have to taste our beautiful food. Yeah. You have to taste our beautiful food. Yes. It's a healthy food. It's healthy food, and that's one of the reasons I love it. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And with that, listeners, let's go on to our last break. I'm Dr. Elise Cortez, your host. We've been on the air with Jinya Huang and her team. Jinya is a social impact, community development, and creative innovator with a focus on the intersection of human-centered design, equity, diversity, and inclusion. She's the founder of Break Bread, Break Borders, a catering with a, a, a cause, social enterprise, empowering refugee women economically through the storytelling of cooking, food, and culture. We're conducting this conversation live on site in Richardson in her, in her kitchen. After the break, we're going to hear more about all the other things that Jinya's up to and how she's stitched a beautiful life together from disparate parts. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just tuning in, my guest is Jin Yuk Wang, a social impact, community development, and creative innovator with a focus on the intersection of human-centered design, equity, diversity, and inclusion. She's the founder of Break Bread, Break Borders, a catering with the cause, social enterprise, empowering refugee women economically through the storytelling of cooking, food, and culture. She's also an acclaimed interdisciplinary artist who has shown in galleries in Dallas, Miami, and New York. Her work examines her Asian identity and diasporic immigrant experience. She has produced innovative and interactive experience projects in museums in the DFW complex. I'm your host, Dr. Elise Cortez. So for this last segment here, listeners, we're going to cuddle back up here with Jenya since we heard from her team. And what I wanted her to share for this part is really she's got this amazing ability to fuse all of her different interests into one entity or identity, which I think is fabulous. So that's what I want to focus on next. And we had a few... Uh, conversations in the chat room, people are just still astounded about how you do everything oh, that you do and still manage to read as well. Yes, yes. Um, so you have married what appear to be very different aspects into your essential identity and combined them in a way, in a life and a creative offering that I think is just stunning. And as our listeners heard us say, you describe yourself as a social impact community development and creator, creative innovator with the focus on the intersection of human-centered design, equity, diversity, and inclusion. So I want to, if you will, say more now that we've heard from some people about Break Bread, Break Borders. How does all that help help you express it through Break Bread, Break Borders as a social impact? You know, it translates into metrics that cannot be measured, right? There's so many things that, you know, we talk about, you know, um, growth and, you know, economic um, um, growth is, is supposed to equate to success. And that is not always necessarily true. The case is about economic inclusion in the way that, you know, that everybody is able to participate. And so in this way, if you really think about it, you know, women um, actually, you know, invest 90 percent of our income into the communities versus men really invest probably about only like 30 to 30 to 40 percent you know of their income back into the community and so when you invest in women you win you know they not only you know pour it back into their families they pour it back into you know the community and also you know if you really think about this there's a whole multiplier effect that's happening you know when we work with these women they're working you know to pour all this back into their families into the communities and also the people that we're speaking to you know at the events you know that it 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 could be you know 20 women that we help and then 80 families that we you know reach out to and then you know getting to speak to you know 
probably about eight to 10,000 people that who dine with us. And then they go home and like you did, you know, go and share the stories of Break Bread Break Borders with other people. That could be 60,000 people that we've reached, you know, um, by just the, the, the storytelling aspect, you know, of sharing these um, incredible, resilient women, their stories of, you know, survival, their stories of success and all those things, you know, come about in a way that, you know, that is what translates into social impact for us. It's not just the food, it's it's a, it's the culture and heritage that really embed in our memories that, you know, make us uh, and go out and do more and, you know, and, and really think about, you know, what is our purpose here, right? And what is the legacy that we're leaving behind? And, you know, and thinking about really like, you know, what 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 that sounds like you know for the greater good of the community oh my gosh that really just moves me to tears it's so beautiful and that's the reason i do the work that i do jenya is helping yes. people get present to and discover articulate and really mightily strive to live their purpose because when they do the world's a better place mm -hmm. you're Absolutely. making the world a better place oh, and i'm you. so grateful for that and I can't wait to try the food us. later. Yes, by the absolutely. Way. Um, so uh, among uh, so here's this is you know the social enterprise offering that you've done, and I love the fact that you weave the storytelling, the food, and the culture into that. That's so beautiful because I love those things. Now I want to talk that you're an acclaimed interdisciplinary interdisciplinary artist. You've, you've shown in galleries in Dallas, Miami, New York. Your work examines your Asian identity and diasporic immigrant experience. You produce innovative and interactive experience projects with museums in the DFW area. So, you, and you focus, I think, on social justice, food security, and human rights issues in K through 12 and higher. So, I want to understand how this the, your artistic expression fits into all this. You told me before how it wove in, and I can't duplicate it. So, you, you do it. <laughs> sure. So, um, you know, artists have a job in the community, which is you know, telling the truth. And so when we experience something, we can't just hold the truth and not hold other spaces for people to hear that truth. And so we share it out to the community. We're the first investors into the community in the sense, you know, we really, really bear our mind, body and soul to the world in a lot of ways. You know, when I was showing my photography, you know, it really was incredible to, you know, have people collect my artwork and, you know, and have it be in spaces, you know, private spaces in their homes, on their, you know, office walls and things like that, you know, but at some point it is, it is decorating a space, you know, it is not moving forward as our, as, as a, a community space, as us together as a family moving forward. And so I, I really wondered out loud, you know, what that, you know, would look like if um, if we were to do this work together. And that's how Break 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 Borders came about is, um, you know, we really rallied the community in a way that um, we asked the community, um, you know, what it wants and what it needs. And, you know, as a social practice artist, when the community asks for fire, I don't bring them water. And that's the thing that, that really, you know, is, is powerful in that exchange that we have that constant loop, you know, um, that we talk to our community about, um, about our needs together. And we bring, you know, these kind of social change about together. And it, it's, it's with the people, for the people, by the people. And that, that, that's what makes us different. 
what I really want to call out to our listeners, Jinya, is just how incredibly in mindful, conscious, thoughtful, generous, and kind, and just creative your whole approach to life and work is. Thank you. It's really, it's really enlightened. Thank and you. And that's another reason I wanted to have you on the show is that you're an example of what people could be when we really are thoughtful about who we are and what we're doing to our communities and to the world. It's beautiful, thank you. But, but we already are. I think a lot of times, you know, we wait for someone else to kind of come along and, you know, and to be honest, what Break 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 Borders is doing is nothing new under the sun. There are many, many other businesses doing this throughout the world, but I just didn't see one in my own backyard. And I thought, you know, and I asked our communities, our communities needed it, needed this safe space, you know, to share the love, to share the food and the culture and and to be able to you know be ourselves and so I you know wanted to honor my mom and in this love exchange that you know I, I was able to you know loop the community together and you know to do this together and without all of you we wouldn't be here today and that's the thing it's like thank you so much for holding space for us in this way and um, thank you for helping us grow and we look forward to growing even more I know that you will uh, we have a little bit more time left, and uh, there's a couple other, there's two other terms that I want to present further for our listeners, because I think they might be newer for them as they were for me. You mentioned earlier this idea that you're being a social practice artist. Um, say more about what is it, what is that term mean, a social practice artist? So a social practice artist, you know, um, goes about um, making art that is conscious to making environmental and social change. And um, it's being mindful, like you said, and very cognizant of, you know, what the community wants and needs are and, um, and really keeping our ears to the ground and, and responding to that. And um, so that's how I embrace social practice artists. And so BBBB is like, you know, our, our gift to the community as, um, as a social practice art project. And along those lines, if I have this right, and you correct me if I don't, I, in one of the, our conversations after I met you after your TED Talk, you had said something about part of what you had done early in your life is you had been decorating people's homes, and you were doing it very intentionally, etc., but you felt that it was still limited in, 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 in as an expression for you. Yes. I think, you know, um, anything that is, you know... I think with anyone, the the material um, aspects of things, you know, there there are definitely things that that move us forward in in one way or another. But um, but something about concept, policy, you know, things that you know cannot be held tangible, can really push us forward in a way that you know um, that nothing else can you know and so a lot of what we do here is also about you know changing minds and um, changing mindsets and you know those are the things that we kind of want to move beyond you know um, a photograph that's decorating the wall which there's nothing wrong with that it's not the space that we're in now you know we're in um, in this space where we're social justice warriors and we want to make sure that the population that we're serving that didn't have a voice before now has a voice and um, that we're able to to amplify amplify that voice um, going forward. That's what we want to do with our community. And thank you for helping us do that. Absolutely. Well, happy to do it and well worth the effort to do it. And along those lines, you're, you're starting to hint to it, but the other, the other uh, 
term I wanted you to talk more about, what you already said before about, is this idea of inclusive economy. Yes. So you, you're really reaching into this group of, of refugee women to literally offer an opportunity to them, embrace them into your bosom, into your, your organization, and, and give them a place, a way to be able to take care of their families. Yes, when you think about it, any this applies to everyone, you know, um, when everyone has a, a living wage and, and, and really, you know, the problems that you think about are, you know, not about sort of like, how am I going to get my next meal and um, being going hungry or, you know, putting a roof over your head? It's about, you know, gosh, you know, where are the kids going to get to school and, you know, what am I doing after work tomorrow? Those are two very different issues and, you know, we want to be inclusive in our um, economy and the setup at that where we're taking care of, you know, different populations and have access to um, to things that really can economically empower everyone so we can um, remove those barriers that you know prevent success from from happening and so it's embracing those um, those kind of um, issues that that we can um, better look at ourselves and 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 you know invite everybody to the table mm. yeah again I sit here just listening to Jenya and all I can be present to is just the incredible power of the, the human spirit, your spirit in particular, to really reach out into the world and make it and make a difference. And so here we are, close to the very end of the show. Um, I I always like to give my guests the last word, if you will. So you know, the show is about living with passion and purpose. It's listened to across the globe. What would you like to leave our listeners with? Gosh, you make a difference. You have a voice. You use your voice. It matters. And. Um, if I can do this, anybody can. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like that, but I suspect there's much more to it. So, Jinya, um, thank you for being such a beautiful force in the world. Thank it's, you. I'm so glad our paths crossed. I think I came in to listen to the, the SMU TED Talks just to find you. Thank you. I was so thankful that you came along and there have been so many incredible things that, you know, happened since we met. Like I was actually just accepted to the um, PLS Presidential Leadership Scholars Program where, um, you know, working with um, 59 other cohorts, um, working with four different presidential foundations to continue to make this kind of lasting social impact. And so I'm really thankful to be here. Thank that, you. It's amazing. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And with that, we're at the end of the, end of the show. If you want to learn more about Jin Yeung Wang and break, break Bread, Break Borders, the best way to do to reach out to her is send her an email. And the way you do that is send it to Jinya. It's J-I-N-Y-A at breakbreadbreakborders.com. Last week, if you missed the live show, you can always get to be a recorded podcast. We were on the air with Dr. Ellen Keithline Byrne, the co-founder of Her New Standard, the playbook for women leaders, which is a leadership consultancy focused on developing women leaders. We talked about why and how women can distinguish their contribution as leaders and learn some specific ways women can immediately apply her teachings to step into their role as leaders. Next week, we'll be on the air with Dr. Raj Sisodia, a conscious capitalist leader and co-author of The Healing Organization, Awaking the Conscious of Business to Help Save the World. We'll be talking about the key concepts of his book and his work in the conscious capitalism movement. See you there. Remember that work is at least a third of our life, so let's work on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this week's program. Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose, featuring your host, Elise Cortez, each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
This week, find your life's purpose at work.